I'm Dustin Williams, and this is Old Man Style Cards, a podcast about trading cards. I started in the hobby in 1987 and just jumped back in. I'm here to talk about junk wax and throwbacks, what's changed, and some tips and tricks to help you better understand the hobby. New to the hobby? Just jump back in? I'm here to help you. New episodes every week on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you stream podcasts. Hey, this is Dustin Williams, and you're listening to Episode 3 of the Old Man Style Cards Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, me uh, almost recently being scammed on Instagram, uh, talking about BBCE and a box-wrapped product that I got at the National, and then also flip it over to a little bit of fun stuff on a purchase I made over the weekend during Black Friday, And then also over the holidays, went through an old Beckett magazine and found, and or not really found, rediscovered the letter to the editor section. So all kinds of stuff today, kind of get you focused in on a little bit of the negative in the hobby that uh, I recently and personally faced, and then talk about a little bit of fun stuff. So let's go ahead and jump right in. So first thing I'll talk about today is um, Instagram and just just in general, being on social media and just a couple of tips to be careful um, and just to be aware of when you're on social media. And so last week I was on Instagram and if you, had, if you have not followed my page, this is a great, a great time to plug it, uh, follow Old Man Style Cards on Instagram. And again, that is Old Man Style Cards on Instagram. That is my business slash hobby page that I've created. Uh, there. And so every once in a while on Instagram, I will receive messages that'll that'll come in and it'll say, hello, sir. Or it'll say, how are you? And it, it's kind of it's kind of tough because like you don't know if they're actually uh, asking, how are you doing? Do they actually like your page? Whatever that is. And so in the crazy world we live in, of course, you have to do a little bit of research. And so um, and I don't think this is like mind blowing news. So if you're like listening to this, going, Dustin, I know about scams on Instagram. Just bear with me, so I can go into this story and just to make you better prepared. And also, just again, just 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 some tips to give you. So just bear with me as I break this down. But yeah, so whenever someone messages me on Instagram, I just check to see who they're following, who their followers are, what's their content. Um, and nine times out of ten, anybody starting a direct message on Instagram with "Hello, sir" um, is never a good thing. But I do appreciate uh, the politeness of the scam. But "Hello, sir" does not uh, usually mean a good thing. And if you follow my page on Instagram, you'll know that my favorite card or my most prized card is uh, it's on a pin post, and it's the Michael Jordan UNC card that I have. That's a gold edition. And uh, the card's not for sale right now, but doesn't mean I won't sell it. So if you have offers for that card, I will take them. But um, I, I'm not currently selling that card or have it posted to sell. And I had somebody contact me on Instagram direct message, and it seemed that it's at, at first it seemed legit, and and I and I wanted to trust it, and because I, I did all the research I told about, I looked looked it up. But the followers were not making, we're not we're not lining up, and. Some of the content wasn't somewhat lining up, so then I went to Facebook and did a search, and that didn't really line up. It was like the same kind of thing back and forth, um, and I wasn't feeling really good because it started out with asking me, you know, how much for that card, 
And like I said, I'm not selling it. And the person immediately uh, offered $300. And the card is not valued at that. So I told them what it's currently valued, which is around $450. And told them, you know, the, the, the least amount I would take, so if you're interested in that card, the least amount I would take would be around $600 because I'm not looking to push or move that card right now. And then they immediately offered $700. And so when you hear like a seven, an offer for $700, like you get excited like, like anybody would. But then you also got to say, is is that is that is that an actual offer? And you know, you got to like got to do your due diligence with that. And so what I did was, you know, I talked with I talked with a, a few folks actually about this and said, what do you think about this? And I showed these people the direct messages um, that were going going across. And one was my brother uh, who actually works for a police department, which was really good. And he said, anytime someone boxes you in and says these are the two ways to pay. Um, or d don't really give you options, not always a good thing um, and a very, very great sign of a scam. And so um, I did not go through with that deal on Instagram, but you d you don't know like, you know, who you're dealing with because you want to, you want to fully trust people. And if you, if you actually know my personality, I'm a pretty trusting person and I have a lot of empathy. Um, and sometimes like you just don't want to be too trusting because again, when I started thinking about it, man, I I'd sell this card right now, but what if I sell the card and then um, the person claims they didn't receive it? So now my card's gone and I'm out of money and that's just a bad place to be. And you'd probably see me cry on this podcast if someone scammed me out of that Michael Jordan card. So uh, a couple of quick tips is I would say top three tips on dealing with a scam on Instagram. One, always just be realistic. If someone's offering you a price that doesn't seem right, um, or seems kind of crazy to you, nine times out of 10, it may be. But there may be someone that really, really wants that card. And so I don't want to deny you from making a great sale. But just be mindful of things that are too good to be true. And if it doesn't feel right in your gut, don't go with it. Number two, my tip is, I'm seeing them all the time, probably about five, six times a week, is, hello, sir, how are you? Uh, be careful if you see a direct message saying that. And then number three, I would say when you're dealing on Instagram and you're thinking and you're thinking about uh, trying to protect yourself, uh, just just be mindful of, of of giving away too much information in a direct message, because um, again, you don't know who you're talking to or what they're going to do with that. Um, so just always have your guard up, and that's the world we live in, where you just have to be careful and know that there is shadiness in the hobby. So those are my Instagram tips for you today. I know it's not mind-blowing, but hopefully I help someone uh, maybe not get scammed or make a crazy sale out there. Um, so uh, let me transition to the next thing, and that is um, baseball card exchange. And so uh, when I do this uh, example and story, this is not to bash the company, but it is to um, kind of shed a little bit of light on something that happened to me personally and some things that for you to be aware of as a collector, especially the average collector like myself, because again, I just jumped back in uh, in December of last year and I'm still learning and we're, we're about to move into December of this year and that'll be a full year. And so there's always learning that needs to be done. But let me give you a little backstory on baseball card exchange. And so what that is is um, if you're not if you're not familiar with that, it is a company that wraps card boxes, and they basically and it's a really it's a really great idea. As I said, I don't want to fully knock this, but I do have 
some things I want to shed light on, but it is a company that wraps the box and they are they're verifying to you that um, that is uh, an, un, an unopened product. And so if you see um, a box at a card show, they are saying that is an, an, un, an unopened wax box. And I would say that on the label. Unopened wax box is what the label will say. And so I was at the National. And again, this is like, like I said, my first story is when something's too good to be true, you just need to be aware. And this wasn't too crazy, y'all, but it was a little crazy when I, when, when, when I look back on it. So I was at a National and someone had a BBCE wrap box of 89 Fleer baseball. And they were, they were offering 50 and I offered 45 and they sold it to me. Um, what I what I didn't know at the time is everything I'm about to explain to you now. I thought when I bought this box of a BBCE wrap box that the box hasn't been opened um, and that it would be an unsearched box. And I've opened before this box that I bought at the National back in the summer of July, in July, the summer of this year. I I I, I just thought that this was going to be a great box. I've never I've never been fooled. I've never I've never knock on wood been tricked with any box that I have bought. And again, I've been buying low-end stuff, so if I did get fooled, it wouldn't be the end of the world. So just be mindful when you're buying these boxes. But anyways, bought this box. It was one of my favorite boxes because I don't have an 89 Fleer King Griffey Jr. rookie card, which is why I bought it. Also bought it for the Billy Repkin um, and Randy Johnson and some, some other good cards in there. But I knew... Uh, I knew a little bit, which is good, why you want to do your homework when you're buying things. I knew that there was an error code for an 89 Fleer box. And with the error code, there's only certain codes if you're looking for 89 Fleer with um, the crazy Billy Ripken bat um, or the Marlboro uh, Randy Johnson error card. Like if you're looking for certain cards in the error code, like the Billy Ripken, Randy Johnson, things like that, you're, you're not only going to get those in certain boxes that have specific codes. Um, if you want to know the, a little bit more about that, there's a guy named Chad Brain on Vintage Wax and Packs. His name's Chad Brain. He's he's really a, a guru when it comes to 89 Fleer and gave me a lot of insight when I posted this complaint on the Facebook uh, group page called Vintage Wax and Packs. And so um, I bought this box, and one of the last boxes I opened, I think I bought like six wax boxes at the National. And it was the last box I opened, and I opened it, and first pack was good. Uh, second pack was good. Basically, I went through nine packs. All of a sudden, on the 10th pack, uh, I got the same cards from the first pack. Then on the uh, 11th pack, I got the same cards from the second pack. So basically, in this box, over and over and over again, I got the same cards. And so basically, I had uh, four rows of the same nine packs in the box, um, and there was there was no variation. There was nothing to it. And um, the good news was I did get uh, Barry Bonds in there, Jose Canseco a few times. And there was a little bit of like separation of cards, but it's pretty much the same packs over and over. So I basically got quadruples of certain things. But oddly enough, I got a Billy Ripken, um, not the F-Face bat, but I got the one that had the black, it was blacked out. The bottom of his bat was blacked out. But I got an actual Billy Ripken card in the box and only one of those. And th that was odd that I got that, but no King Griffey Jr., no other big cards in that box, but just that Billy Ripken card. 
And the whole time I've sat there, I, I lost the fun of opening that that rack, the wax box because I knew exactly what I was going to get. And I'm going through it. I'm just sitting there going, man, I just lost $45, give or take, on this box that was, was, was not supposed to be searched. And I didn't know about uh, fresh from a sealed case. I knew what that meant. Um, I didn't realize that it applied in this scenario. And so what... The FASC, when you are looking to buy something on Facebook or eBay or any place online, if you see FASC, you know that that is fresh from a sealed case. And then also, it's, it's a BBCE wrap box. And so you have double the protection if you go that route. I didn't know that because when I looked at the back of the box from BBCE, it said unopened wax box. Well, my box had been opened and... There's nothing I can do about it because I emailed the owner, uh, Steve Hart of Baseball Card Exchange, and and I don't know if it was his assistant or himself, but I will give props to that. Uh, they responded within a few hours, actually, of my email uh, complaining about what I received, and I wasn't asking for a refund. Basically, I was just letting them know of my frustration as an average collector and new person back into the hobby that it is basically false advertising to say unopened wax box on the back of a of a baseball card exchange box to say unopened wax box when clearly that box had been tampered with and searched their 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 response and rebuttal back was you know sorry that happened um you know there are uh, fresh from a sealed case um boxes that you can get and that protects you from that but as far as this being wrapped um, those those packs were not tampered with or searched or anything like that, and you had it in an open wax box. I got a lot of folks arguing with me, like, "Well, how would they know how to do that? You know, how would they know every pack hadn't been searched?" And my response back is, "Then why are you grading, or not grading? Why are you wrapping boxes and saying that they are unopened when you can't? You know, th there's nothing to stop." Uh, a counterfeiter or there's no you have no solution into stopping someone from cheating you um, with that if it's not from a fresh from a sealed case which is what they claimed and so um, you know props to the company for responding back but you know on the, on the flip side the more I, the more I process this um, you know what a shame that you have a product and really they're them and RVP um, that's another wrapped company. I haven't, uh, shopped with them. I'm probably going to try them next because he's in the vintage wax and packs group and, and, and apparently does really good work. Um, but it's RVP wraps. Um, he does some good work there. So I might check him out, but I kind of learned like if you have a box that is, you know, even currently right now in your collection, if you're listening to this right now and you have a box that is just BBCE wrapped, and not from a sealed, fresh from a sealed case, um, your box may have what happened to me with my 89 Flare box. And so I just paid $45. You might have paid $6,000. Great example. 87, uh, 86 Flare basketball that got um, opened at the National Card Show as well. That box has been tampered. It was also BBCE certified. Uh, you heard about the story with the Pokemon and Logan Paul and that Pokemon cards were actual G.I. Joe packs inside the, that case. You know, those are two high-profile things. I'm giving you a low-profile case of a $45.89 Fleer baseball box. 
that I'm telling you was searched. And I would be freaking out. And I hope you would be too. And I hope this is not you, to be honest with you, because I can only imagine if I had a box of, say, something that I would love to have but don't have the money for, I want an 88 Flair basketball box. And those are running 5,500 to 6,000 BBCE wrapped. But how do you know that those packs have not been tampered with because it's not from a sealed case and they're not going to give... There's no warranty. There's no, you know, they can't recoup you um, in that scenario. And they tell you that straight up on the website. They don't hide it. I'm just telling you straight up on the podcast, uh, be mindful and, and sure money and you vote with your wallet. But I'm telling you, I'm not voting and buying, sorry, not voting. I'm not buying uh, a BBC wrap box anymore. Um Unless I unless I know it's from a, a from a sealed case because it's not worth the extra money and there's no guarantee with it. So just be mindful. And again, like I said, I may try RVP, um, which is another company that wraps uh, boxes. Um, so I might try them. So with all that said, uh, I, I don't think a lot of people know that when they go to a card show, especially like myself, an average collector, and you go, why why is this box of '89 Fleer that's not wrapped? 40 bucks and why is this box that's wrapped bbce 65 or 70 bucks where well, you're paying the money for the wrapping process and for them to put a, a paper label on the back to say uh an unopened wax box when i just told you there is no guarantee with it so be careful my friends be careful and uh like i said not bashing the company but i will always go to bat for the consumer and uh, I'll just, I, I learned this, the order I've gotten, uh, hashtag old man style. If y'all, if you, if you don't feel right about something or if you're mad about something, you know, approach that company like I did with an email first and explain calmly what, what you're upset about and give a solution. And the solution I gave to people that may be, you know, BBCE fanboys, which I have seen on social media when I first brought this up. Lots of people in my direct messages, you know, giving me all kinds of grief and telling me that I, I, I must not collect a lot or I should have known or they do great work and that this is bad for the hobby for you to say this. Nothing's bad for the hobby or bad for anyone, especially when I'm the consumer and I do not feel like this is the right way of advertising a product to be sold. And until a company like BBCE that makes quite a bit of money from wrapping these boxes and selling these boxes um, until they can get a better warranty and guarantee and change the wording and say unopened wax box, uh, no guarantee, maybe put on the label no guarantee, and that was my recommendation, everyone, no guarantee that this box hasn't been searched. Because again, there really shouldn't be wrapping boxes when they can't figure that out and another solution i've said is maybe they could maybe up uh, some things that they're doing when they're looking through these packs because because obviously they miss mine and looks like they miss some others and so i'll get off the off my lawn on that segment for a baseball card exchange just not a fan of it and don't let people another advice i have is don't let people online bully you if you do have a question or if you do want to voice something like I did about a product not being what it should be. Um, and so someone the other day asked me, you know, what, what will you do when it comes to more expensive boxes? And I told people, 
I'm going to have to make sure that if I buy a box that's a fresh from a sealed case, I know who I'm buying from. Because again, I don't really have full confidence if it's from a sealed case from BBCE right now. How do I know it's from a sealed case besides them telling me? And so I know that majority of their work they probably do is right. Um, they just lost my trust and I just don't feel great about um, buying a wrap box from them. So let me switch gears, get off a little bit of the neg negativity and talk a little bit about fun stuff. Uh, this past weekend, uh, Black Friday, um, kind of getting ready for Christmas and also getting ready for um, a card show here in the Raleigh area on December. I think I think it's December eighth. It's basically all that all the weekend, the second weekend of December. Um, I'm going to hit a card show up, so kind of watching my money and then figuring out what to do. But I did purchase on eBay, um, and I got motivated from someone showing me this 1990 Pro Set football Santa Claus card. Yes, I know it sounds goofy. It's a Santa Claus card. And it's from ProSet, and ProSet cards were mass distributed. But I have I don't have a single 1990 ProSet Series 1 or Series 2 box. Santa is in the Series 2 box with the holidays coming up. I had to jump on this opportunity. And if you pull a Santa PSA 10 1990 ProSet, just go and Google that right now, and you your jaw will drop when you see what those have recently sold for. So pro tip on the pro set, go buy a 1990 pro set series two box. You can find them on eBay anywhere between $20 and $30. Um, I wouldn't spend more than $30 for that box, by the way, um, just because of what they're going for. But I found um, two, I found both those boxes uh, with shipping for 50 bucks, And so you really can't beat that because it basically comes out to 25 per box. And... Um, I'm going to add it to my collection. So fun little thing. actually got inspired. Again, I've mentioned this a lot on this podcast, Vintage Wax and Packs. There was a guy in there selling the Pro Set Series 2 box, and I saw the Santa card. And the way he marketed how to, you know, how he was going to sell those boxes, he, he dropped how much that Santa was worth in a PSA 10, and that dropped me in because I don't have the card. Um, I didn't collect a lot of football growing up, um, especially during that time period in 1990. And so I want those cards to my collection and those boxes. So hit up the 1990 Pro Set. That is a that is an old man style cards podcast tip. 1990 Pro Set Series Two. And then lastly, uh, over Thanksgiving break, which I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, whenever you go to your parents' house. Uh, you'll hit that old age like I'm in where you just want to uh, see if there's anything at your house. And so I came across some comic books, found uh, some cool stuff there. And then also um, we found an old Beckett from 1992. I think it was 1992. and Yeah, 92. And uh, I was going through it and then like it's so fun to go through the pages and see what's being advertised and seeing the card values of the cards that are there and some of the pictures, I saw Larry Johnson, Grandma Ma, for all those folks out there. Shout out to the Charlotte Hornets from the 90s, best team ever. A uh, little plug for them. And going through the Beckett, and I, I, I found this section, Letter to the Editor. And I'm like, this, I, I totally forgot about that section of the magazine. And Letter to the Editor is so awesome because 
you know what the future is, but these people writing in have no idea what's going on because it's only 1992. And you know it's 2022, and you know all this info. And this guy, and I put it on my Instagram. You, you'll, it's one of my posts from maybe two or three days ago, so go check it out. But I had to screenshot this. There was a guy that had like bought, I don't know, like 30 or 40, 89 hoops, David, David Robinson rookie cards. And he was mad. He was writing in and complaining to Beckett because they had put the arrow down on that on that card. And he couldn't believe it. And he was asking Beckett, you know, he, he's messed up and he his investment on these David Robinson rookies are now not worth anything because of this down arrow you put. And just to look at that story is hilarious and read it is awesome to know that just that people complained back in the 90s about a down arrow uh, in a magazine but yet this guy decided he was going to buy like 30 or 40 of those david robinson rookies and in retrospect it's a pretty good investment right now so don't be too mad my friend and then the second thing i saw in the letter to the editor was a guy that he claimed that the that the scotty pippen rookie card would be just as valuable as the 86 fleer Michael Jordan rookie card, and he was convinced that it would be. And so shout out to that Scottie Pippen fan thinking that that rookie card would be worth just as much as the Michael Jordan rookie card. So just some fun things. If you do have a Beckett, um, just look through them and find the letter letter to the editor section and just have fun reading some of those and have a good time with that. And then look at some values of pricing of cards and see how far they come. Um, but yeah, Beckett's are so much fun. Um, to look through. So those are the two fun things, uh, you know, that that happened over the weekend and the holiday break. But again, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, shout out to everybody following my Instagram page right now. I also have it on Facebook um, and have a uh, YouTube page, but I haven't really done much with that. Kind of just starting with Instagram right now to build up um, the the collection there of cards that I have and just the content there. So thank you again for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of this week. Feel free to um, drop any comments, ask me any questions on uh, Instagram. But I hope some of those tips around scams helped you. And I hope you hearing about some of the fun purchases and some of the fun things I did with the hobby over the weekend made you laugh or made you smile. Have a great day, guys.